0: This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kahn. Hello, all.
1: I'm Anadi Mishra, and I'm one of the earliest practitioners of DevOps in India. I've been helping organizations practice continuous delivery and DevOps uh, through a DevOps consulting firm I founded. You can find me on LinkedIn or on my blog, anadimishra.com, spelled as A-N-A-D-I-M-I-S-R-A.com.
0: This series with Anadi Misra is about DevOps katas. The first episode started with episode 135. You can find that in the show archive. Let's talk about katas again. So what katas would you recommend and why do them?
1: I would say we could start with, with, with real simple ones. Simple things like, well, how do i control uh, a lot of jenkins commands without actually having to go through the ui right jenkins exposes a nice command line interface it, it, it has its own rest api so so you start with with really simple tasks like that and, and and you know really simple uh, tasks around building and running docker containers and then you move towards more complex ones such as building for example a nightly pipeline which which has jenkins uh, playing with with your version control and then sending some commands to something like a, a Veracode scanner or, or a sonar cube, a code analysis, then quickly uh, building and, and deploying the container in an environment, you gradually increase both the stages that uh, have to be accomplished as part of the kata and the number of tools that you're bringing in that kata. It, it, it definitely has to be a gradual process because otherwise, like, like you rightly said, if you look at some of the more traditional ops, you know, it's uh, too many things up front if, if you don't uh, pace it like that.
0: I see. Well, by the way, go ahead and share. What's a Vera Code scanner?
1: It's for vulnerability scanning of your code. It's what well, people uh, keep giving new names. I think, you know, DevOps is, is a decade old. So, so I think the industry wanted something uh, more exciting on it. So it became DevSecOps. All right. There we are. Yeah. If, if, okay. So that's where <laughs> uh, we're headed. I a decade was wondering. Ago, was, yeah, but about eight or nine years ago, or maybe, I don't know, whatever. But some time ago, there was uh, there was this talk about rugged DevOps versus DevSecOps. Anyway, so the whole point is that, you know, if if you moved everything to sort of a shift left paradigm and and smaller cycles, uh, security also comes under that. So, you know, don't don't wait for for a later stage to find out the vulnerabilities uh, in the system. And vulnerabilities come at different levels. You know, there's, there's vulnerabilities exposed out of the environment. There's vulnerabilities exposed out of a bug in the frameworks that you're using. The vulnerabilities exposed out of the way you've written your code itself, right? So you can do a lot of static and a lot of dynamic scanning of your code to find out uh, how easy it is to break into the system.
0: Okay. So it's like security scanning, it sounds like, for vulnerabilities or something. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's come up with a couple of situational uh, kata. So like, okay, let me, let me, let, let's say we have a team of developers who want to do get better DevOps. Uh, it would, I'm guessing the Jenkins Kata would probably be a good fit for them?
1: Yeah, I, I would say yes. I mean, for, for them, it would be the Jenkins Kata and maybe a tad bit of, uh, you know, building uh, Docker images and, and probably quickly running them over Docker Compose because you might want to run your, your Gherkin specs on, on a built environment as well, you know, after all your unit tests have passed and you've packaged a container. So for, for people from the dev background coming over here, you know, I would start with Kata's like that. I mean, I wouldn't really go into running Terraform and related tools with them because well, most of what they need might be possible by just running a Docker Compose on their machines. Or even if they want to set up environments, it will be a very standard, repeatable set, right? Most probably delivered as, as a platform or a solution by the ops teams themselves. They probably have to go and click through a few buttons. But, but certainly, you know, Jenkins-related cutters and, and building Docker images is, is something I'd definitely do.
0: Now, what about, say, uh, operations people, the, the admins?
1: There's a lot of, of stuff for them, right? There is infrastructure as code. Then there is a lot of integration between version control to the build systems. Then there is a lot of integration between the version controls and the build systems and the repository management tools. Now, and, and all of them by themselves are again being managed by, by ISE tools, right? So...
0: What's ISE tools? You brought that up earlier and I didn't ask yet.
1: Infrastructure as code. It's, it's one of the key practices around uh, DevOps automation, right? Certain teams do like to keep the CICD infrastructure itself being managed by tools like Terraform and Ansible and Docker containers so that they don't have to go through manual upgrades of their Jenkins server. You know, they just have to switch off one container and switch on another container, which is the newer version, which they have actually tested because you know, the Jenkins Docker container was running with a Docker volume mounted to it. That volume could point to another new container for being tested. Teams have, have gotten off late pretty uh, advanced with, uh, with some of this stuff. So if, if you look at all of those approaches, I mean, there's a there's lot more things to play around for people on the upside than it is for people on the dev side of DevOps.
0: KataCoda.com is a site designed to support creating live environments for people to learn how to use technical tools. Many tools require a lot of knowledge and work just to get the environments set up. So, As a way to make things easier so you can simply get started and try out a tutorial, the Kata's Coding Kata come with console environments so that the learner can simply at a click of a button, get the environment and the tutorial needed to learn tools like Kubernetes, Ansible, Terraform, Jenkins, and OpenShift. Technologists can create accounts and set up Kata's on Kata Coda as well. Another alternative is CodingStories.io, which is a site that focuses on teaching people to code with many types of tools. However, it doesn't provide environments like Kodakoda, but is designed to tell a richer story using code. Links to these sites are in the show notes. If I had a bunch of admins who are responsible for maintaining Uh, unique systems out there like what's the first kata i I should start them out with
1: ansible or or chef or puppet one of those hands down because you know that's what they do day in and day out and and they really need to to learn it's a paradigm shift of not just extracting those things to to some automation tools but also you know how do you start thinking in terms of running different versions of your environments and you know literally taking your environment itself as a product which is like oh okay i have infrastructure version 1.1 and I want to move it to probably 1.2. You know that way of thinking is is a paradigm shift in itself. So wow. yeah, yeah. I, I, I network engineers, is there them.
0: any different answer for a a, a a group of network engineers?
1: Well, actually, you know <laughs> the uh, the number of tools are so much that. I, I can't recollect, but a lot of times, see what what you're doing is you're not really playing with with switches and 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 all those uh, hardware switches and and stuff like that too much anymore, right? Unless of course you're literally managing the hardware of the data center, it's, it's a different thing. But let's assume most of of what the traditional network or ops engineers uh, used to do is is move to to clouds and it's it's all software driven, right? So you do have a lot of tools around there as well, though. You know, let me let me just open the. Uh, uh, the never-ending list of, of uh, what's called DevOps tools. Uh-huh.
0: so is this list on the internet?
1: Yeah, there's 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 lots of them you could, you know. In uh, general, oh. yeah. So there's there's uh, there's a uh, there's, there's a periodic table of DevOps. That's one. If you go to the Container Foundation CNCF landscape. That's even scarier than, uh, than the periodic table of DevOps <laughs> because the, the sheer number of tools that or the tool ecosystem of, of Kubernetes is, oh. well, I, it's, it's a different scale altogether, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, things over there, right? Yeah, so answering your question, you know, there's, there's a lot of tools for managing cloud native storage. There's a lot of tools for, uh, for, you know, managing API gateways and routing traffic on the cloud native networks so for them i would i would more go to kata's to designed on on those side of things
0: yeah yeah the, the frame i was thinking of is is when i talk about network engineers the group i worked with they were either setting up firewall access policies in their network it's a big company worldwide reach and uh, and so they had one uh, a team of network engineers yeah i'd say firewall access was probably the biggest thing that they handled and after that it might be like adding more devices in or out, you know, maintaining what's, what's existing, that kind of stuff?
1: Depends on uh, what what kind of firewall we're talking about, right? So if, if I take the most common uh, example that comes to my mind, assuming that, that you're running on cloud, right? I mean, AWS exposes security groups. Some which, of that. Which... And traditional, they kind of you know firewall.
0: These are the people you're saying that probably aren't messing with switches anymore. They're still messing with switches in this case. <laughs> okay, they have I, some cloud well, and they have some not cloud. I don't
1: really have. I don't really have a good cutter for them. Oh, okay. <laughs> other than that, you know, they could probably create a small stacked up section of, of two or three rack servers, put a switch over there, and, and run it as a runbook probably again. But I I, would, I I think I could still create that runbook on Python. Run things over there. Unless, of course, I do know that uh, depending on the vendor of these switches, you have a lot of uh, customized uh, DSLs or, or languages themselves. So, if it comes to that, I really don't have a clue on you know what could be a good good cut over there.
0: So they have like Cisco switches and uh, what is that other one? Uh, Big, oh, I forgot what it's called. They have a couple IBM, switches.
1: Yeah, so, all of these have their own right.
0: Yeah, and and so I don't so, know
1: how much is IBM into networking equipment nowadays, know. but
0: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I
1: think maybe Dell still, yeah not
0: sure though so so yeah i I think uh cod is around ansible is what we started doing, but i you know, I was picking a brain to see if they had any other uh uh other ideas on well, that. Well, you never
1: know that there might be some modules in, in, in Ansible to, to actually control stuff over there as
0: well, right? Yeah, yeah. There, there are pre built modules. And then the, the, these network engineers or, or even admins, they all know how to work the command line. Like they know how to log into these devices and get stuff done. But uh, so in this case, they just never bothered to automate it. And so the, as they add on to the network, they have to hire more people and then also. As you said at the very beginning, uh, unless your people are Superman typers, uh, you still eventually need to like f- make big moves fast sometimes, and, and you need automation to do that. So they, they just hadn't bothered to do the automation step. They're, they're very skillful at iOS on, on on Cisco, but they're not skillful at how to automate. That's
1: it. Well, there's, there's some good integration, now, or rather, I do see on the Ansible website. You know, they they offer integrations. For Cisco, for example, so I'm pretty sure all the and, and you know, not, not just giving Ansible as an example, I'm pretty sure competing products like Chef or, or Puppet would have probably built, uh, you know, similar integrations themselves.
0: Yeah, in, in that case, it gets a little more sporty because if your sw- if your switches can't, you can't oh it's not all switches, can you install a an agent? And uh, that's where uh, Chef and... I see let's see I know chef requires an agent puppet I'm not so clear on. I assume puppet requires an agent yeah, as well yeah. so so ansibles like the most like you know versatile because it will allow you just to shell SSH into something and if you can SSH you can do ansible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you can
0: Okay, so we've been talking about KATAs. as we're saying it's really good to get your muscle memory. For using these tools. Otherwise, teams who aren't good at something rarely will want to use it. They're not willing to invest in something that they can't demonstrate and be convinced in themselves that it'll work well without some practice. So how do we find Kata's? Where do we go? Well, you, you'll find uh, uh,
1: quite a few of them uh, on, on you know, people, people have authored everything from uh, uh playing with docker containers to to setting up kubernetes clusters and then you know if if you do a search on on github you would find a lot of repositories there which which have basically a problem and then you know uh, they they give you sort of a starter kit on the main branch and then uh, on on some of the tags they have certain solutions so you you do find a lot of those things it's 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 a bit scattered over not, not probably as as organized as scatters in, in in other fields but yes, generally for me, the exercises in, in Katakoda and like I said, a lot of these repositories created by people on, on GitHub has been uh, has been a pretty good
0: source. Cool. So Katakoda, K-A-T-A, Kata, and then Koda, C-O-D-A dot com. Meet Kartar. Kartar is a project manager working for a casino, and little does he know is that hitmen are gunning for his head if he doesn't deliver the project on time. Kartar has caught the attention of a rashi and this Hindu demigod is not satisfied with helping Kartar change just his project, but he wants Kartar to change his life as well. Read about Kartar's life in Agile Noir. Agile Noir is available in the US on amazon.com, and in India on pothi.com, it's P-O-T-H-I, and in China on my WeChat store agile noir noir spelled n o i r there are links to these retailers in the podcast show notes in the show notes you'll find links to some cool devops katas and next episode there will be more anadi misra
1: have you ever been able to manage good katas for database administrators